when the world is ruled by violence and the souls of mankind fade, the children's path shall be darkened by the shadows of the Neon Maniacs. On this episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. Attention planet Earth and beyond. Stay tuned for Attack of the Killer Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. I am your host, Insane Mike, and we have a very special episode tonight. It's very special for me. I'm really excited about this one. I really am, because we're doing we're doing one of our famous commentary track episodes. World it's famous. Not, world famous, that's right. But it's not, it's not just any old movie either, mind you. You've heard of me talk about this movie all the time on the show, and that is the 1986 Classic, one of my all-time favorite movies, Neon Maniacs. Yeah! Woo-hoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And we've got quite the maniacs on the uh, episode tonight, so let's introduce you to the podcast crew. First off, uh, playing the part of the librarian Neon Maniac, Terry Turford. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> Uh, next up, much like Neon Maniacs, he is also allergic to water. Sam Hayes. Uh, I, don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, I apologize, Sam. I got one literally at the last second. <laughs> okay. And next up, he often he also often leaves a trail of green cook. Justin Neal. <laughs> I do, I do, I do, I do. What's up, everybody? And last but not least, back to the show. He is the lead singer of Jaded, with bringing his whip and everything, John Stalter, everybody. Hey, everyone. <laughs> so, I, ex- I expect you to sing along with that song, Karen. No. Oh, no. come on. No. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm just, I'm just so, so excited right now, guys. Neon Maniacs. Oh. <laughs> and the, and the best part is, the best part is Terry has never seen it before. Mm. And everybody's first experience with Neon Maniacs should be with me um, talking through the whole movie. So there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before we get into the commentary, um, we definitely have some killer news, so I'm going to turn it over right now to Dustin, and he's going to bring us some killer news. Now it's time for Killer News, ripped straight from the headlines on attack of the Killer Podcast. Betsy Palmer has passed away at the age of 88. Of course, we all know her as Pamela Voorhees in the first two Friday the 13th films. She started acting in the 50s with several TV roles, but Friday is what really put her on the map. Betsy said she would have never taken the role as Pamela Voorhees if it had not been for the fact that she was in need of a new car. Rest in peace, Betsy. 
sad news, guys. Sad news again. It just seems like it's it just keeps happening over and over. We keep losing our our horror icons, and and you know, not to mean any disrespect to Betsy Palmer, but I, guys, I didn't know she was still alive. <laughs> Ouch. That's serious. Yeah. Sure, I, I can understand that. But yeah, what's what um what's interesting about Betsy? Well, first of all, like my Facebook, and I know it has a lot to do with the type of friends on Facebook for sure. But I just find it interesting that, like every other post on my on Facebook, is about her death, and it's always just linked to Friday Thirteenth. Um, yeah. Not, not any other post have I read that says anything about the rest of her career. It's always about. <laughs> what she's done with Friday Thirteenth. What about Love Boat? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Where's the love for Love Boat? Anyway. Yeah, because we all know her from Love Boat. I mean, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and what's interesting is, like you said, she 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 took the job because she needed the paycheck. Yeah. Um. Still, though, she didn't phone it in. It's great performance. Great performance. Oh, she's hell yeah. she's freaking nuts in that final scene. But, um. And then it just seemed like for the longest time she's distanced herself from that, you know, because the movie got a lot of bad flack and and she got a lot of heat for doing the movie, uh, you know, the whole Gene and Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert thing coming down hard on that movie and like, um, you know, saying shame on you, Betsy Palmer, like literally on TV for being in that movie and all of that and the other thing and then like giving out phone numbers to the producers or whatever they were doing um, urging people to call and tell them that they made a horrible movie whatever well but she was... outlived them both so well, it doesn't matter oh that's very true ha <laughs> <laughs> score again for the horror community um, <laughs> no but uh, but what is what is great though it kind of seems like over the past couple decades at least she has embraced it she, you know she was doing a lot of conventions and stuff and and um, really kind of embraced that role that uh, that put her in the spotlight for all us horror fans so yeah she was doing conventions you know yep exactly uh, any- I, I, I didn't know that until I looked it up because like I said I I thought she had already passed away so yeah. Has anybody seen that picture of her? I've seen it. I always see it pop up again on uh, Facebook about every Mother's Day. Um, but it's a picture of Betsy Palmer being hugged by Jason. Yeah, I've seen that. That's my profile pic. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's where I see. Maybe that is where I've seen it a lot. But I mean, what's that from? Yeah. Because because the makeup looks like Friday Thirteenth Part Seven. The makeup on Jason. I mean, did Betsy Palmer just happen to be around in the sweater? Something? Yeah, in the sweater even. That's right. Could have been from she a deleted lost. scene. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I never heard of her ever reprising her role because she didn't come back and do um, Freddy versus Jason when they had when they had uh, no. mom right there in the beginning. I don't know. That that it's always dumbfounded me. That picture. It's the coolest picture ever. Um, because it's my one of my favorite Jason makeups with uh, the original Jason's mom. So, any other thoughts on Betsy Palmer, guys? 
Alrighty then. Just weeks after announcing that the role of Pennywise had been cast for the new adaption of Stephen King's It, director Gary Fukunaga, I'm not sure if that's how you say his name or not, pulls out of the production. Reports say that Fukunaga was clashing with the studio regarding the budget. The vision for the project was to create two separate films, similar to the TV adaption, where one film follows the protagonist as children and the second one as adults. Will Poulter was cast to play Pennywise, which led to some confusion to horror fans because uh, who the hell is Will Poulter? Apparently even after that, is still up in the air. Even his role is still up in the air. Excuse me. I assume in the next few days we'll hear an updated report on whether or not filming will start this summer. So I don't know if you guys knew any information about it or not, but uh, it seems like it's slowly falling apart and people are kind of upset about it. And if you're like me, you just don't really give a shit. So <laughs> there we go. I don't know what you guys got to say about that or not. What do you mean you don't give a shit? Well, you know, we've had this discussion many times, and, and yeah. I think it holds up pretty well. And, you know, it's slowly slipping away to the point where it'll just probably just go into obscurity. And I, I can I can see this, you know, probably coming out and um, being like, uh, from what I've read, Poltergeist it has just been like, eh, it's okay. You know, I haven't heard anybody be like, oh, my God, Poltergeist. I've just all the reviews and all the reports coming from that movie are just everybody's like, eh, you know, cool, okay, it was okay, it wasn't good, well, you know, it wasn't bad though. And I don't, I don't want if there's gonna be an it movie, I don't want it to be in that lumped into that category of just like, you know, here it is, and it's it's okay. not bad and it's not good. I, you know, so I, I really don't care. It's interesting. I assume that it's probably not gonna film this summer. And for I looked it up. Will Poulter, uh, the guy who's playing Pennywise, is the guy from We Are the Millers. He plays a uh, the son, yeah. I guess, in that. Yeah. And I guess, and I I dig up some I dug up some other information about him uh, from his uh, I don't know, his audition for Pennywise. And I guess he blew him away. I, they uh, they said as soon as that you know he auditioned, they knew it was him. And I, you know, I don't. I've never seen this kid act before, but he's not very. He's not. He's not very old. So, um, it'll be. It would be interesting to see him in it. I. I, I don't know, but it just, just seems like um, other things that I found out when I was digging up, digging it up. It said that uh, it probably wasn't regarding budgets. Um, it's just this this guy who uh, this director who I guess is uh, who has directed. Um, Oh, it's, it's see. I'm drawing a blank here. Um, he he did the um, the series on HBO, True Detective. Does that sound right? Oh yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Um, he he did that, and I guess people were pretty pumped when he got attached to this movie, and now he's out of it, and it's no more. But uh, it, it went from back and forth between um, Warner Brothers to New Line, and now I hear it's going back to Warner Brothers. Um, so I don't know what the hell that means, but uh, e either way, it seems like it it's it's already a mess. And 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 we as horror fans know that when movies do this, they don't always come out the best. But rare instances, we have found that sometimes they can be pretty good. For example, the zombie war movie 
uh, Day Z or whatever it was called uh, with World Brad Pitt. World War Z. Yeah, World War Z. Yeah, that had you know horrible production issues and reshoots and delays, and, and you know it came out I thought pretty damn good. Um, so I mean, if if you're out there and you're listening and you're like, oh no, it it isn't going to be made. It probably will get made, and you know hopefully you know it will be good. But like I said, like I said, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought we should report on it on Killer News. <laughs> I will admit I'm kind of bummed that it's fallen apart like it has. Because, yeah, I mean, I don't want it to come off the wrong way. I do like the original movie. And uh, I remember watching it back in the day when it actually aired on television and thought it was great. But even back then, I understood it's like, man, if only... They had a bigger budget, and mm-hmm. they didn't have the limitations of network television of the late 80s, early 90s. You know what I'm saying? So I was kind of pumped for this because it was, it was like a chance for those, for those limitations to be restricted, especially in this day and age where they could go. They can go you know, darker with it, more violent with it, better effects. And they can stick closer to the source material as well. Yeah. You know, as to to what's really happening. Yeah. And then in this day and age where, you know, one single book could be drawn out into into like a a franchise of films or three books could be drawn out into like, you know, six movies, whatever. I, it made sense to me that you could do it and do it in that format as a theatrical film, split it up into two movies, and um, and it would be amazing and kick ass. So I'm kind of bummed that it fell apart. You know, maybe hopefully, and it does. And I'm with you though. It does make me nervous to hear it like changing hands between studios and already having this much production problems before yeah. it happens. Yeah, I mean, they haven't even shot anything yet, and it was supposed to be, you know, this summer. Like I said, I bet in the next couple of days something will come up, like a director yeah. will get attached, and they'll, they'll pump it out. Yeah, but how many times have we seen amazing movies that we probably didn't even know had the same, just the same amount of production problems? And this is just pre-production. Like, pre-production, if there's problems, that's one thing. Um, when, when a movie has a tendency to fall apart is when the production problems are happening during the production. Yeah. During the filming and whatnot. As we'll get into when we watch Neon Maniacs. (laughs) um, Ouch. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? So, you know, I'm I'm still hopeful that, you know, we can get a couple really cool theatrical kick-ass it movies. And as far as your comment about Poltergeist, you know, Poltergeist was a movie for me that was like this doesn't need to be remade. I'm not saying that it's sacrilege. I, I, I don't get on that soapbox anymore about, oh, this movie should never have been mm-hmm. remade. This is so, you know, it's such a classic. You're going to tarnish it. You know, that's not going to happen. You know, we've come to terms that that's not going to happen. You're always going to have the original, blah, 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 blah. You know, um, it just didn't, it wasn't necessary. Um, and I think, like, in my opinion, in it, this, it's, it's 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 I don't want to say it's necessary, but it's like there's there's more opportunity to go with it than it did, um, than it did when it was a TV uh, TV movie. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. No. I I understand what you're saying. I and I and I agree. It's it's I don't know. I I like I said I, because of the way the poltergeist kind of came out cold. 
um, yeah. in the box office is that I, I I don't want it to be like that. I would you know make it go balls to the wall. You know, don't give me this PG thirteen rating bullshit. Um, yeah. You know, because we can get that on TV now. Yeah. Um, and if that's the case, then then we, we we didn't need a remake. So let's make it a rated R film. Let's keep as close to the source material as possible. Uh, you know, make everything that Stephen King said in the book, all the gritty dirtiness and 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 gore, keep that in the film. Otherwise, don't make it. And you know, and and, and we're not even at that point yet. We don't even got a director. So that's 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 how I feel about it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, any other uh, opinions out there about uh, the It remake? Be- bearing in mind too, like. If, if, because I haven't seen it yet and I can't uh, form an opinion, but if the Poltergeist movie is as bad as people are saying, or just as blah as people are saying, that's just that's just the remake cycle in general, and that happens in any any genre. Like mm-hmm. you you have like four you have like four or five meh remakes, and then you have something kick ass like Hills Have Eyes or or yeah. whatever or Maniac. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I would hate to think that a studio would back would back the money to support not just one movie but two movies and then just let it be meh right right you're right well so. we'll keep our fingers crossed that's I all mean, i got for killer news cool i mean like john what do you think like uh I, as far as it goes would you would you like to see a remake I'd go see it. I mean, I'm not really for or against it. I mean, I it's been well over a decade since I've seen the original. I'm always willing to give a remake a shot because I've been proven wrong so many times, like with, you know, Maniac and I really liked Evil Dead and even the Dawn of the Dead remake. So I'll always willingly see one, but I don't know. This one I'd probably just end up waiting for DVD. Okay. Okay. What do you think there, Sam? Sorry, I was muted. Yeah, man, I'd <laughs> I'd love to see it. Um, I mean, I haven't read the whole book. I started to read it recently. I know there's like a lot of stuff. Obviously, they couldn't fit in a you know whatever it was the three hour movie. So I'd love to see it. Although I don't know, man, it's gonna be hard to top Tim Curry and Jonathan Brandis. Yeah. But, well, that. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah it, it is It is a great concept. And, you know, like you were saying, they could maybe do a franchise thing with it or maybe do, like, some, you know, another miniseries, just make more episodes. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I hope it gets made, yeah. Yeah, and that was going to be my next question, like, for you, Terry. Do you think, do you think this got, you know, is it, is it going to be tough to watch somebody else fill those Pennywise oversized clown shoes? I don't think so. I mean, of, sh- of course it's, you know, the iconic Tim Curry, and he does such a great job in that role. But I'm kind of with Dustin. I mean, it wasn't my most favorite film, you know, when we talked about Killer Clowns. it it's 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 good, but being a mini series it seemed sort of drug out when you try to watch it all together i guess i don't know i think that 
a new take on it would be very welcome in my eyes for sure. Cool, cool. Okay. And then, so Terry, did you did you uh, have another bit of news you wanted to bring up there? Oh, um, I mean, I can, or we can wait until next time. We've talked about quite a bit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, let's save it for the for the next episode because I think we'll okay. we'll probably need it for that. So, cool. Okay. All right. So, I, I, mostly, I'm just dying to start watching um, Neon Maniacs. <laughs> so. So quickly, just my background with Neon Maniacs. Um, like I said, I, this is one of my comfort food movies. I will put this on um, at night when I'm doing stuff, or even when I'm going to bed. Uh, it, it always, it's a it's a play in the background movie. So I've I've either watched it or listened to it like hundreds of times. And it all started with uh, USA Up All Night back in the back in the '80s, man. Back in the glory days of the USA Network. Yeah. And they used to play it all the flipping time. And I think I even have my shitty VHS dub off of the, off of the USA Network version of the movie. Oh, that's excellent! That's yeah. excellent. Mm-hmm. I would love to watch that version. <laughs> yeah, because you get the you get just a little bit of snippet before I had a chance to hit pause, where it cuts to Gilbert Godfrey saying, "And we'll be back with Neon Maniacs." After, oh, you, you cut know. that out! Oh man, that's what I was going to say. That'd be the fun part watching the commercials and. <laughs> Yeah, really I used to cut that week. stuff. I used to cut that stuff out, but like back in the day, I used to like be, try to be really conservative with my blank videotapes, and I did everything I could to try to fit. And it was it's so dumb of me. I, I hate mm. myself for it. I used to try to fit as many films on a on a cassette tape as I possibly could. So if that uh. meant I had to cut off opening credits and closing credits, I would. <laughs> and that's yeah. that's that's sacrilegious today. I I go back in time and punch myself in the face for doing stuff like that so yeah hopefully you at least recorded in lp mode and not sp mode i'm pretty sure it was lp mode um <clears throat> all right cool <laughs> okay so and and dustin i i know when you first saw this movie i showed it to you um, <laughs> yes yeah, i was gonna say we watched this at your your place so that was right. my first experience with it that's right. And then, Sam, you said you just recently watched it. In pr- preparation for the show or just happened to watch it? I uh, know for this. Oh, good. Okay. And then, John, you said you've seen it before. Yeah. Just, uh, what, two weeks ago or three weeks ago? Oh, nice. Just, I mean, I, I saw it at uh, Half Price Books and I looked at the cover and I'm like, yeah, this is going home with me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, in the name. I mean, Neon Maniacs kind of needed to be in my collection so and i liked it in a weird sort of way yeah i i love this movie and like i understand if anybody out there were to come up to me and say that movie's actually horrible and i would not get upset about it you know i can understand why people wouldn't like this movie but there's something about this movie that always just really clicked with me i don't know what it is uh, and I, and I'll, I guess I'll get into a lot of that when we get into actually the movie here. Um, I have a game for everybody to play in this episode. Okay, Ooh. we have a scavenger hunt in this episode. Mm. Okay, so you guys need to find the references to Star Wars, the original Alien movie, Blade Runner, Gremlins, and DC Comics. Okay, got all that. 
I'll type okay. it. I'll, t- I'll type it in the, it. Uh, the message here. Oh, did you write? Did you actually write it down? Yes. Nice. <laughs> okay. I'll t- I'll type it up in the message here because like point point for anybody who calls out uh, calls those things out. So I <clears> lost <throat> already, probably. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So uh, what we're uh, so oh, and for people at home who this isn't the easiest movie to find. Um, Anchor Bay released it in the day, and I think Shout released the Blu-ray of it. I think there's a Blu-ray of it. Unfortunately, if there is a Blu-ray of it, I don't have it yet. But I know Shout Factory uh, has the rights to it right now. Because one way you can find it is if you stream the um, Shout Factory channel online, you can watch it on there. Now, if you... um, if you have never watched anything on the Shout Factory channel, um, I will warn you that they play commercials during the movie. So, but you can pay, I think, like ninety-nine cents or something like that, to be able to watch the movie uninterrupted. So, if you're going to try to follow along with our commentary track, I would probably suggest purchasing the movie through the Shout Factory. Or, if you still are too cheap to do that. Um, it is available on YouTube in its entirety, so you can watch it on YouTube. Okay. <clears throat> all right, cool. So we all have it queued up at zero here. I'm gonna do zero ten. and not not one. <sighs> Let's do one and a half. <laughs> one and a half. Okay. <laughs> one and three quarters. <laughs> Let's just That's... do zero. For the people at home, make it easy. <laughs> All right, fine. Okay, so countdown from three, two, one, play. Oh, it's already awesome. There's, there isn't even anything on the screen yet. It's already awesome. It's so dark. <laughs> this kind of reminds me of the, the Highlander prologue <laughs> with Sean Connery. <laughs> Probably the same voice actor. Yeah. <laughs> See, just this shot here. I honestly, you know, I've always liked this shot. Just everything is silhouetted. You got the fisherman guy. You got the bridge in the background. It's a cool looking shot. And that's the thing to say about this movie. It's actually shot fairly well. It's really, it was really well shot. Oh yeah. Well, I was looking up. You know, the director is actually a DP. Usually, he he uh, was the cinematographer on Alligator. Actually. Yeah, but uh, it looks like this is the only real feature he's directed. Mm-hmm. Interesting, but yeah, he's definitely got you know a visual style to him, very defined. And the score has always hit home with me. I have a weird thing when it comes to to music in general. Like, if if I hear the same song or same score over and over and over again, it, it kind of bugs me after a while. But as many times as I've watched this movie, the, the score has never gotten old for me. It's just, it's really simplistic and just kind of quiet throughout the whole movie. Uh, even like our kick-ass 80s rock songs you're going to hear later on. Um, Trading cards. Yeah, I wish I had those. You know, if Shell Factory does release this, or if they have already released it, they—I mean—they would be dumb not to release it with those trading cards. Oh, that would be badass. 
Yeah. Now, do you think those are actually trading cards, or are they supposed to be, like, tarot cards? They are very tarot-y. Yes. So it's kind of like... You know, the, the monsters in this are kind of unexplained, so I was trying to do, like, some theorizing as to what they are. Sam, everything in this movie and... is unexplained. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? They are neon maniacs. What Hello? the fuck does neon maniacs mean? Why the are they maniacs? neon? What does neon mean in the, in the relation of this movie? Dude, they fucking, they leave behind neon ectoplasmic residue, so... Oh, is that it? Is that the, the yeah. logic? <laughs> I guess. <clears throat> and, and well, I'll, I'll get into it later. I want to try to, I'm trying not to give away spoilers here already. For Terry's sake. See, just... This music's sweet. This music doesn't, is not fit a horror movie at all. No. <laughs> it's like, it's like post-John Carpenter. Like, it's like something he would do if he continued to make music that wasn't horror music this this would have been the score he did at three in the morning and then the next day woke up and read it and like oh this is bullshit and threw it away (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's very synthy i love it takes me back So you intrigued Terry? You wondering what the fuck's going on? Guy found some like weird looking cards and a cow skull and just got axed in the head. Uh yeah. S- um <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah. Look at that van. Oh, look. Benji. He's our hero of the film, walking his dog. You can tell he's the hero. He's got the little spit curl on the front. <laughs> oh, and also another challenge to you guys. This isn't part of your, um, your uh, scavenger hunt here. But also... Try to t- count how many Neon Maniacs exist in this movie. It's tough. It is tough. Because it's so inconsistent. Okay, so you guys that have seen this before. Sorry, Terry. Um, this guy here, he kind of seems like... See, he gets kind of gets like razzed here by by the uh by these guys here which is it just me or did it always kind of lead you to believe that he's kind of like the kind of the nerdy guy of the school maybe he doesn't look like a nerdy guy but normally they didn't in these type of movies that's just the guy that was casted but uh okay maybe not nerdy but just not part of the popular scene yeah he's kind of a dork yeah, okay, good. A dork. <laughs> Which, his character's completely different when it comes time for the Battle of the Bands. Yeah. 
And then here's my favorite character of the whole movie. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's the young girl. What's that? Said so the young girl. That's your favorite character. Well, just <laughs> she just reminded me of me. Is all. That's what I'm saying. She was a, a young kid, girl. I was a young girl. <laughs> this is my favorite shot of the whole movie because it's. It really feels like they're trying to set up like, oh, look how cool her room is with all this horror stuff. Those shelves mm -hmm. are so bare. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the lamest <laughs> set dressing in cinema history. Gremlins, point. Up, oh, up, oh, point for Dustin. Aw. It's hard to see. Blade Runner, point. Uh, oh, damn it. it. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not really a reference, though. That's just like a poster hanging in the background. How is that fair? Uh, IMDb counts it as a reference. It is, yes, they do. <laughs> I would count it as a reference, too. I mean, I would put up, if I was making a movie, I would put up posters to reference. Well, yeah, I mean, like Evil Dead with Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, yeah. But well, I think what it all boils down to is IMDb just had to try to come up with anything for trivia for this movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so little known about this movie, really. Well, most of IMDb now is user submitted. So they're probably like, okay, yeah, we'll take whatever you got. Just give it to us. Yeah, because there's not much information. There was one article, and I meant to find the issue because I have it. But there's, there was one article write-up in Fangoria magazine about this movie where they interviewed, like, the writer and the director. I th I actually think it was mostly the writer and talking about his... Oh, boobs. Boobs. Oh. Okay, so anyway. Mark? <laughs> I think it was a third nipple. Oh. But just all the ideas that this writer had about this movie that has that is not in this movie whatsoever. <laughs> was not conveyed at all. The denim budget on this movie had to be ridiculous. <laughs> well, it was the 80s. Yeah. We haven't really seen a true Canadian tuxedo, though. I mean, Well, you know, I was thinking that. The guy who got out of the van earlier, he had a jeans jacket and, a, and the jeans, so... Yeah. That's pretty close. And she's kind of sporting. She's, yeah. yeah. I can't tell if that's full-on denim top there or not, though. We'll just say it is. <laughs> okay, this... Believe. This, I think, is supposed to be important dialogue here. <laughs> oh, my God. Virgin. <laughs> And that's the thing. In the, according to that article in Fangoria, the writer said that the reason why the the character Natalie keeps getting stalked by the neon maniacs is because she's a virgin and she's pure, and it's evil's instinct to cure, kill anything that is that is pure. So that that is the whole the whole motivation behind the neon maniacs continually going after the character throughout this entire movie is because she's a virgin. Okay, Makes well, sense. but yet you have just that one line that explain that that explains it, which really doesn't explain it. <laughs> I mean, which, did you get that out of that when you first watched this movie, Sam? That that's why the Neon Maniacs keeps hunting her down. No, I thought it was the opposite because they fucking kill all these horny teenagers at the beginning. 
Yeah, exactly. So well, why would they be? Exactly. For, so it's even inconsistent. Their MO is even inconsistent with what the writer said. See, like my theory is that there's like, I don't know, some kind of occult thing going on because, you know, they find those tarot cards at the beginning and they're like in some kind of animal skull. Like it's kind of this satanic imagery. And then, and then you, like you say, they're looking for like a virgin. So that kind of makes me think more like, sort of pseudo occult kind of stuff like maybe i don't know where do you think the the neo maniacs come from well i the fucking the girl with the horror masks the little filmmaker girl Mm -hmm. like if you know they show the masks in the beginning i swear like one of them looks like one of the neon maniacs that's what I thought at first was that like she created these monsters. Oh no shit! Wow. Because a... you you look at one of the masks and it looks like the uh, I think it's the crossbow dude, one of those guys, but it, it looks like the same mask. So yeah, like <laughs> my theory is that she like conjured up these things, like Wait. using some kind of magic, and now. How did, like, his, how did they not cut off his dick while she mm-hmm. was going down on him and beheaded him? It's movie magic. <laughs> <laughs> why would it cut off his dick? Yeah, she why just, wouldn't it? Or why would she clamp he, well, down? I don't know. Yeah, I think she she just let go when her head got cut off. <laughs> yeah, it would <laughs> it just took slither out. To notice. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best part. Is like it took him way too long to yeah. notice. Like, hey, wait a minute. My- not getting sucked right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> awesome fight scene. Bam. <laughs> Beat down the neon maniac cop. See now here here's a proof there that these guys are supernatural. Like the fireworks goes literally just right through them. Ouch. And then, but the thing is, it's like, where do these things come from? They live in the, San, underneath the San Francisco Bridge. Right. Why is there? They're obviously some kind of supernatural beings. Are they? Are they? They're not human. Do you think they're trolls? Because they live under the bridge. I don't know. Trolls is a good theory. Um, yeah. But if they just randomly one <laughs> night go out and kill these teens for no reason. And throughout this whole movie, they're just going around killing people. Then how come this has never been brought up before? Are they just now killing people for the first time? They seem rather skilled at it. And then why is there a samurai? Why is there a biker? They're the village people of uh, exactly. Exactly. I was just gonna say that. I just think they're Ninja Turtle rejects. (laughs) <laughs> like these could what have easily that? been toys what? they could have I ca- actually I think this needs to happen I really want some Neon Maniac toys yes. oh, heck yeah. This yes. that would be awesome if I was skilled in doing anything like that I would do it but I'm not yeah. so. they look like the kind of action figures they sell at like fucking Dollar General in the toy <laughs> section <laughs> yeah they don't Why belong does to Spider-Man any- have the head of Batman <laughs> I didn't know Spider-Man was a firefighter. I'm confused. (laughs) 
Yeah, let's all start a petition now to get NECA to do a line of Neon Maniac action figures. That'd be awesome. See, why is there like a caveman one? Why, why not? not? <laughs> and these aren't even the weirdest of the maniacs. Yeah. Bunga bunga. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what kind of direction the caveman guy got, because he walks in the weirdest way. Well, pay close attention, because his movements are rather inconsistent, because they there was three different actors that played the, the caveman guy. Well, oh. weren't there multiple actors for each maniac or something? Like, they couldn't get the... They had to stop for a while for budget reasons, and then they couldn't get him back? The movie took a three-month hiatus. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, for three months, and they... Did up recasting almost all of the almost all the maniacs. And there was even there was even a couple actors that played multiple maniacs, like the uh, the actor played the hangman. He was the only actor to ever play the hangman, but he also plays the robot neon maniac with the electricity powers that you'll see later in the movie, Terry. Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert! Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so there was a couple of actors that played multiple maniacs, and then they still even had other actors play that same maniac later. But here's a fun fact for you. There's one actor that played one neon maniac, and he only and there was only one actor that played that neon maniac, and that was the Dr. Neon Maniac that you see later. And do you know who played that? Played um, as he's referred to in the credits as Doc. Andrew Divoff. For yep. Harvey saying it. Oh, really? I remember how, yeah. This Andrew was his first movie. Andrew Yep. Yeah. Wishmaster? Hell yep. yeah. That's crazy. Andrew Deboff plays the Doctor Neon Maniac. <laughs> I think I figured out what they are. They're not... Okay. They're like... They're like a Bill and Ted's excellent adventure gone wrong. Like time travel gone wrong. And it's mutated them. It made them crazy, is what I've decided. I kind of like this theory. Explains uh, the samurai. Yeah, and the caveman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you. So these are just like rejects from a, a warped timeline where time is like collapsing on itself. Yep. Let's go with that. There's a <laughs> wormhole under the bridge. Yeah. See, we. We've got this shit. We are getting way too <laughs> deep into a movie called Neon Maniacs. <laughs> Does everybody, everybody want to hear the um, writer's explanation for what the Neon Maniacs are? Sure. Yes, please. Do it. Okay. Well, I didn't know if we wanted to spend the rest of the movie just theorizing or if you wanted to hear the truth. Um, <laughs> they are supposed to be a new kind of monster. Uh, the writer was sick and tired of, of slow-moving zombie movies, and he wanted to do... A new type of monster that would that that uh, that could think, that could move fast. Although when you get to the um, Battle of the Band scene, they walk slower than shit. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Um, and these so these creatures are a new type of monster that he was trying to create. That are that are monsters from a parallel universe, and where they live under the um, under the bridge. There's a porthole. There's a portal there that they travel from their dimension into our dimension. Uh, and the uh, and the only <laughs> thing that they do is they kill. 
Ninja Turtle rejects. I'm going with that one. It actually kind of makes me think of Phantasm a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because the um, you, you saw it in the park scene, Terry, and because I heard you say, what the fuck? Um, the one-eyed creature with the teeth that had the meat hook, um, <laughs> those are... Those there, there's um, that's that's known as the scavenger, and his job is to kind of um, carry all the dead bodies back through the porthole to their world. Hmm. So he's kind of like the uh, the little Jawa creatures from the Phantasm films. <laughs> Weird. It kind of feels right. like a like an R-rated Goosebumps movie. <laughs> <laughs> Take the boobs, and you pretty much could do that. Like monster blood or something. <laughs> yeah, you take out a little bit of the gore, which there's not really much in this movie. Yeah. And you take out that one little tiny boob shot with the girl with the three nipples, and then it <laughs> is going to very easily be a Goosebumps. <laughs> now, I think this scene is important. It's supposed to, like, establish that, spoiler alert, these things are, like, immune, or not immune, but fucking... Allergic to water. Yep. Yep. Sorry, Terry. Spoiler alert. But uh, their weakness, their Achilles heel, is water. That's what kills the Neomaniacs. So why in the hell do they live in a bridge? Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. (laughs) I I can die by water. I'm gonna go live next to water. That (laughs) just amazing logic. But if you go back and watch the scene where she's getting attacked while she's in the van, <clears throat> well, see, now he can't get her. And he's pissed. Shucks. So young, so angry. <laughs> even the ape, even the caveman guy's makeup changes throughout this whole movie. I was going to say, that's a different caveman. <laughs> yeah, that's totally different. Maybe man. there's more than one caveman. Yeah, maybe Cavemen. there is. Maybe there is. Like he's referred to as ape. What's that? I'm sorry. I said, like a Geico commercial. <laughs> He's referred to as Ape in the credits. So, whatever. <laughs> that means. But if you go back and watch when she's being attacked in the van, the reason why they took off is because um, there was, like, one moment of lightning indicating there was a storm coming, so they had to take off. Huh. That was very evident. Not... No, it's and that's... <laughs> Everything in this movie. It's either completely not explained or it's just like very poorly explained. I kind of like that though. It makes it almost more artistic. Like, <laughs> I, well, I agree. And I, and you know, as silly as, as you know, as the, as the neon maniacs are, um, I, I kind of always like the fact that there is no real explanation to where they come from and why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. It what does. Yeah. It almost it's has like, like a, a blood? Yeah. yeah. It does Slayer have like album. kind of a, a dream logic to it though. Like it does it kind of makes sense if you just turn your brain off. Yeah, it does. It's, and that's I think that maybe that's another reason why I cling on to it. And also why it's a movie <laughs> I always put it in when I go to bed at night because um again, you know, like the score is soft and kind of soothing even Yeah. Even kind of the creepier part. It just parts. feels like it just has the quality of like a lucid dream like yeah. You know, when you're up late at night on the couch. The movie had only like a $1.5 million budget, so I don't know if it uh-huh. was for budgetary reasons or what, or if it was artistic reasons, um, but there's not a lot of people in this movie. 
even like later on when the when they go on their date and they're in the subway, there's like nobody in the subway in the subway station. There's just like no extras in this movie except for when you get to the Battle of the Bands. They were probably all free too. And it gives you yeah, and they're probably all free. Um and it really and that's what also kinda adds to that whole dreamlike feel of this whole movie. Mm-hmm. I love this. This fucking neon residue that they leave. Such a great B movie. A little touch. Why did you go through that door? The other one was already open. <laughs> you need in that front seat, man. Sweet pants. Oh, C-3PO's the serial Star Wars. Uh, oh, son uh, of a... <laughs> damn. Nice. I'll, t- I'll tell you Pumpkin what. Pumpkin Halloween. Oh. <laughs> 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 nice try. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what. There is an opportunity for another point uh, for Star Wars later on. May, may the, the force, may the force right be with you right there. Son of a bitch. Okay, there's fun. another opportunity. <laughs> what? What's on the poster? L. Not Star Wars. I have no uh, idea what that is. D and D. I want to see that though. Something in Spanish. So there's at least three Star Wars references in this movie. <laughs> What's the other one? Well, we saw. Well, there's the cereal. There's the T-shirt. But there's still one more coming up later. All right. And probably twelve more for all I know. <laughs> Look at his shirt. Look at his <laughs> sweater. Grunge before grunge. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if they are trying to set up like, you know, I mean, you obviously learn really quickly that our main actress here, Natalie, is uh, kind of the rich girl, you know. And then you see her house and she's got her own pool and all that and you know, and that's the other thing too. Like, where are all the fucking parents in this movie? Like, her parents are non-existent. You never see his parents. We saw her mom, but like when the shit hits the fan, there's just no parents anywhere. Does that sign in the background say panda sale? It should. What the fuck is a what is a, a panda, panda sale? <laughs> it's an eighty thing. It's like a white elephant. Panda. <laughs> He's creepy. Oh, the Star Wars. Figures. No, that was, that's not it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I started this game. It it sort of is. Do I you be, think I that where C3PO is a real serial? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I remember him. Yeah. I used to eat him. What year did this movie come out? 86. Ah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. My sister would never do that. <laughs> <laughs>
so that girl there that plays Natalie, our main actress, um, she, I think she's the only one that had a career after this movie other than Andrew Devoff. Because <laughs> um, the girl that plays Paula, the filmmaker girl, the horror fan with the awesome, well-furnished bedroom, um, <laughs> this is the only movie she's ever done. But uh, the girl playing Natalie here, she was in, she's been in like L.A. Law, Dream On, she's in Days of Thunder, um, Basic is Instinct. Re- is that good though? Days of Thunder. I mean, I wouldn't be proud of that. That's yeah, true. <laughs> um, the Basic what? Instinct. Are you a Days of Th- Thunder fan over there? Yep. <laughs> See, look at that house. So she's obviously the rich girl. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if they're trying if we're trying to set up Steven as like the poor, you know, the other side of the tracks type guy. Because there's like a scene, I don't know if you've seen it yet. There's a scene later where, you know, he's talking with his sister and he's like, Dad said you had to go work at the store. <laughs> you know, and like, you know, his sweater's all eaten up. and Sweet Kate. See, this is my theory. Like, okay, this chick is like a budding horror film director, obviously. I think she like conjured up these monsters to make, you know, her horror movies, her crappy horror movies more realistic. And it kind of backfired and they turned into like these crazy maniacs. But I don't know. So, oh, look at that old-style VHS camera, man. Oh, yeah. We had to carry the tape deck separately. Oh, yeah, awesome. And here's the thing, like, okay, Paula's room, she obviously, like, looks like she lives in, like, maybe the attic of the house, just from the layout. Not very furnished. It doesn't come across as, like, she's got a lot of money. But what I wish I would have had that like editing set up when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're man. rich. I mean, just to, yeah. She must have sold a lot of pandas. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't just get that from your paper out in the eighties. <laughs> no shit. That phone is pretty high tech for the eighties too. And the TV. I don't think we had a cordless phone until like the mid late nineties. Yeah. Oh yeah, here's what I was talking about. I'm not singing. Come on. <laughs> Going shopping with Tracy. Okay, so you guys missed the um, aliens reference or the alien reference, so that's off the table. When Damn. they were what? when they were filming in the graveyard, both Paula and her um, um, filmmaker assistant were wearing yep, were ah, wearing, 
Um, no, Nostromos hats. Oh. I think they look familiar, but it. Oh, bummer. That's probably my favorite one because that one's a little bit. You really have to pay attention. <sighs> She's a pile of goo. <laughs> What? That's acting. That's yeah. so funny. Acting? <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Now she's, she's crying, crying over... <laughs> 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 oh, boy. That was a race to the punchline there. <laughs> Speaking of race, look at her go. <laughs> and wearing the hat sideways, she was, like, way ahead of her time. Dog life. <laughs> I want her bike. That's Ew. rad. Oh, yeah. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> Taste it. Taste it. Taste it. This is why she no longer makes movies, because she got addicted to goo. <laughs> Kind of want that bread. <laughs> kind of want the soundtrack. Yeah, why is this not on vinyl? Yeah, this is oh, a pretty yeah. nice soundtrack. It may be the most redeeming quality of the movie so far. I read they they released an official soundtrack. Did they? <gasps> oh, God. <laughs> it's out there somewhere. Son of a bitch, I must have but, it. Uh, I think you need to clean your shorts. I think I do too. I mean, I've been in plenty of elevators, so I think I've heard the soundtrack playing, but. <laughs> oh, you haven't even heard the best guys. Oh, no. The Battle of the, Battle of the Bands? Come on. That's. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, she just lives a real hard life. All she's got to do is worry about laying by the goddamn pool all day and <laughs> and being stalked by neon maniacs. Oh yeah, yeah. And that creep. <laughs> <laughs> huh, I got you a baguette and some bounty, huh? <gasps> They're in high school. <laughs> Oh, come a, on, that guy's 35. Was that a goat head? What was that? <laughs> what is that? Oh, it's a cow. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like a towel rack. Weird. It's a cow rack. That's where you hang your cows. I wonder if they got money from Heineken for this movie. So that's the, that's the second Heineken label I've seen so far. They really invested their money poorly then. <laughs> <laughs> that, there's no way I'm drinking a Heineken in high school. Like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, 
I mean, I I didn't drink very much or hardly at all in high school, but if I had to drink a Heineken, I probably would have thrown up. It's so skunky. And now, oh, yeah. she's going to pour it in a glass. Yeah, let it breathe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to be sick. Oh, Heineken. Fuck that shit. Pat's Blue Ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> God, what's that from? Uh, Blue Violet. Oh, Blue Velvet. Good old Dennis Hopper. Don't you fucking look at me. Here's to your fuck, Frank. <laughs> no horror movie. Ironic. Alright. Yeah. Oh, I ain't coming back. Gross. Uh, it's like all congealed and... Uh, it's like a melted vagina. It looked like <laughs> yeah, chicken I love stuff. this shot. See, this is like, this guy's really good. You can tell he's a very visual guy. Yeah. Great shots. Great shots. Just maybe that, pay a little bit more attention to the script. I don't know. Deep space. bridge there it is do you think it's just a coincidence that uh the golden gate bridge is like the number one suicide spot <gasps> and like it was really neon maniacs all along <laughs> yeah or that's why there's just such an assortment of different neon maniacs oh maybe the neon it was just the people that watched this movie. Do you think there's any <laughs> any connection to uh, <laughs> any connection to Full House here, San Francisco? <laughs> I don't know. No, I think you're on. The twins something. really let themselves go. <laughs> I think you're on to something. The neon maniacs are the people who've committed suicide. Off yeah. The <laughs> Like back in back in the day, there was a samurai that came to the United States and oh, it didn't take it yes. anywhere. Oh, and the caveman. Was where I was going with that. <laughs> Explain that one. <laughs> well, like, like yeah, the samurai. Yeah, like some mm. Japanese immigrant. Or maybe they just committed suicide in the <laughs> yeah. river. Yeah, what a goddamn caveman! Cool <laughs> cave bridge hasn't been around a, forever. Well, maybe the spot. dude that crossed the land bridge from river. fucking Asia. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm gonna say it was built on an ancient burial ground because you yeah. know that makes sense. So that could explain why there's a uh, caveman. I don't know. Something. I don't know about the cyborg though. I'm still kind of lost. Oh yeah, you well, just ruined it. Oh, son of a bitch. They never explained the dead pigeons, either. Um, yeah. I think maybe they tried to, like, eat the neon slime and got poisoned. I don't know. Or they tried to fly through the vortex. It zapped them. Or something. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I'm kind of disoriented though. So this is like their hideout here, but it's, it's so this is supposed to be under the bridge right here, or by the bridge. I'm yeah, kind of under the bridge, I guess. 
What a dick. You guys recognize this cop? No. He Who looks familiar. He was in Dark Man. He played like Oh in the yeah. intro. That crime boss who gets his uh, fingers cut off by Durant. <laughs> uh, is it really the same guy? <laughs> I'm like 99.9% sure. Oh, man. If only we had something called the internet to check. <laughs> Parents. See, and this is the last time you'll see him. But mom... This is the last time you'll see her parents ever, and this is like, that's like the calm before the storm right here, because shit's about to go down. Sweet lantern, we used to have those. <laughs> He's really, was he reading uh, that DC Comics right there? Oh, I don't know. No, I'm going to say no, because that's so, right. the, There's just that much time that passed. This guy is still standing, just looking at this door. <laughs> why is... What is... Why? He went to get a donut. <laughs> Came back. Gotta investigate the dead pigeons. Not a lot of crime that day in San Francisco. <laughs> hey. <laughs> 50 cents. Where the f what the <coughs> fuck? Where is that from? A tree or the bridge or what is happening? Yes, it's neon man. <coughs> Mid air hanging. There's just one really tall neon maniac just holding it up. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> so, how old do you think this girl is in this movie? At least thirty-two. Fifteen. <laughs> well, uh, how? Okay, a better question. How old do you think she's supposed to be in this movie? <laughs> Fourteen or fifteen? Yeah, I was gonna say fifteen. I mean, yeah, you think she's in high school with the other two? Oh, <clears throat> uh, maybe not. She's a freshman. Thirteen? No, she totally is. She's like yeah. probably a freshman. Yeah. Oh. That's what I was thinking. I failed. <laughs> it's alright. I'm not negative. good with aid. <laughs> See, it's all it just, yeah, just look at that. Look at that shot. It's a good <laughs> shot. It's beautiful. Even with the shitty transfer. <laughs> Does she have her camera with her? Yep. Yeah. Okay. She's a peeping Tom. You think uh, they actually used that to shoot anything? You know, like, uh, you know, they were really using that during the filming and they actually were taping. It'd be a really neat special feature. Because sometimes they do that in movies. Is that below? Oh, like behind the scenes stuff? Yeah. Well, I mean, I just don't think they had the budget. <laughs> Yeah. A tape? Oh, that's going to cost too much. <laughs> yeah, I guess they did cost a lot. You know, if, if Mike was trying to fit every every movie he could on one 
on VHS back in the day. By the way, that display screen is totally ridiculous. It's like night vision or something. Yeah. That's not what it looks like. So look at that ma ma maniac there. That one's badass. That He's like all cloaked. He looks like... What? And his, ha <laughs> and his hands are like just these giant blades. And this that's about the only real time you see him in this movie. That that guy went there. Yeah. Do you He's think maybe they're like, are they like Mortal Kombat warriors? <laughs> that could be. Ooh, maybe they're in, I, like, I like that they're idea. They're in San Francisco for like the, the fucking biannual tournaments. I don't know. They're uh, they're Cinnabite rejects. There you go. Oh, that's a good one. That actually makes the most sense. This is where he tries to stab the rain. <laughs> Take that rain! Oh wait, no. <laughs> Game called on the counter rain. Game on. <laughs> Game. Car. <laughs> See, there's just way too many like. What is that can? Oh, I don't know. Uh, pull tab, Heineken. There's way too many different stories going on in this movie at once with none of it ever being explained. You have Paula's arc here. You got Natalie and Stevens. You got the cop. And then you've got like all these neon maniacs that, have, that there's no rhyme and reason for any of it. No one. <laughs> I'm watching this movie and I don't even believe you. Yeah, it's two VCRs to edit with. Like, it took <sighs> forever for our family to get a VCR, a top loader, and this 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 girl's got two of them. I mean, come on. Well, and an actual editing, an editing doc too. Yeah, yeah. Did she just call herself? Yeah, she tried calling her. Tried uh, calling her. I love this part. And that's Toby Hooper working behind the glass there. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? No. Oh. He really that, needed the money. Times were hard. <laughs> times were hard. He was raising money for Life Force. At the time. <laughs> love that movie. Yeah. Another movie that I saw for the first time recently. Oh, nice. See, just look at the, all the scenes of them on their date. There is not another, other than, like, Toby Hooper there, there is not <laughs> another human being anywhere. <laughs> he can't understand. Oh, what? Okay. Let me use my powers. <laughs> what dicks, man. Well, I guess you can just go right on through then. <laughs> like he doesn't—he didn't even seem shocked. Like, what are these creatures that are oozing and going through my terminal? Like, if it was New York, I'd totally get it. Like, oh, you guys just keep going, but you know, San Francisco—I'd <laughs> question it a little bit. <laughs> you guys don't have a token. Get back here. <laughs>
Like she could see the feathers, but not the actual neon maniac. <laughs> That's why you're on a date. <laughs> Did that bit of dialogue make any sense to anybody? <laughs> He's just trying to get laid. It doesn't matter. Just saying words. <laughs> Word salad. See, there's never going to stop. There's an Indian neon maniac now. It is the village people. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Even in fucking Neon Maniacs, you can't have actual Native Americans portraying Native Americans. <laughs> <laughs> well, the samurai samurai's not Japanese either. <laughs> oh. But not for long. <laughs> what? Acid hands. No, it's electricity. It's, oh, the, it's the robot okay. one. Gotcha. Get fried. Get your maniac powers correct. <laughs> well, I couldn't we're, see his face. We're going to have face. a quiz after this, and we're probably all going <laughs> to fail because none of this makes sense. Caveman number three, maybe? Oh, yeah. I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like the guitarist from Under Oath. <laughs> <laughs> uh. What? <laughs> the... Robot Neon Maniac is just way too pumped and excited driving a subway. How did they get that far behind? Cloth. <laughs> Damn it. Ching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Shredder. <laughs> Spit on him. If I could find a group of people that had the money and time, Neon Maniacs would definitely be my uh, next Halloween costume. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> but there's no way. Of course, just go, just really go as the solo Neon Maniac. Yeah. Just I'll just go as the uh, ape. <laughs> yeah, if you go as the, the caveman ape guy, people will just think that's what you are, but really secretly you are Neon Maniac. There's going to be like three people in the entire universe that go, I know who you are. Put your clothes on. You're scaring the children. <laughs> you hoser? <laughs> it. You don't know. You turkey? Come on. <laughs> Saved by the bus. And again, there's hardly anybody on this bus. 
like Night of the Comet. Just everyone's <laughs> yeah. gone. Pile of dust. Because <laughs> you're a virgin. No one knows. It's like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, but with Neon Maniacs. <laughs> what? There's a gremlin on the side of the bus. <sighs> so the Neon Maniacs have two weaknesses, water and bus windows. <laughs> I thought it was logic. <laughs> it's a clean cut. Wasn't that supposed to be the Indian? Yeah. But he's like a cyborg too? Uh, like, what's up with that? Maybe they're all robots. Yeah. <laughs> Just watch. They're from an amusement park, and everything went wrong. Yeah. Oh, that's a good theory. Or we could go back to your reject Ninja Turtles, and that's the yeah. secret of the ooze that's all over them. <laughs> I like where we, your head's at on this one. We have so many theories. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we should have been writing these down, and it still would make sense. <laughs> they so kinda, they Ninja Turtle robots with ooze and time travel. <laughs> and suicide. <laughs> yeah, suicide. These robots try to commit suicide and turn into mutants. Uh -huh. That robot neon maniac was still driving the subway. Hey, if he's having fun, let the guy have his fun. That's a good point. <laughs> he just he takes like the shift. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this? These are the cops. Oh. The, to the totally, totally forgettable sub 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 <laughs> plot. Couldn't you tell the by the mustache? Cops. That guy's a cop. aren't home yet they're still out fucking partying and again yeah you just never see them again they party for like days I think she's wearing garlic too yep oh yeah she is It'd be tough to sleep It does look like I got a Cinnabite. Yeah. <laughs> and two of them had super soakers back then. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. Wait, how did she know that? She watched one fall to the puddle. And his hand landed in the puddle. That's right, that's right. Preteens know everything, duh. (laughs) (laughs) How convenient he landed there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. That made for easy cleanup because they are in a real rich, rich person's house. And <laughs> look at his hand. I love that. What the hell kind of cutaway was that? Just cutting back to the one cop and his girlfriend sleeping? No, that was the parents. Oh, was it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, they aren't on a coke binge. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't hear a goddamn thing. I love how the neon Quailed. maniac he completely <laughs> melts away even his clothes and um, knife. Are they like acid, like uh, the aliens in Alien? They got like acid blood or something? I don't know. Another oh. reference? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> There's Xenomorph, yeah. uh, Android, fucking. Check mutant. out this guy's Mr. Bill shirt. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> See, now, what I want to know. Is how did the neon maniacs know where Paula lived? Because she conjured them. Oh, okay. For her, for her shitty movie. Not much security there. Mm, Babe jerky. Mm. (laughs) Freshman. (laughs) <laughs> he spent the night? He spent the night. Oh, yeah, he did. What do you think on the couch. Yeah, he slept on the couch. Yeah, they make a point to show him they slept on the couch because technically she's still a virgin. That comes into play later. But not really. Because <laughs> nobody told anybody. <laughs> as many times I've seen this movie I just want to reach into the fucking screen and straighten that hat it's bugging the shit out of me I'm glad it's not just me it's like not even on her head like how is it staying in place glue she's like a. it's gotta be <laughs> Like a proto hipster, just kind of like it's just sort of, yeah. This movie is to blame for hipsters. God damn it! Pretty much. I've seen all those people walking around in Indian outfits and samurai garb. (laughs) I think that needs to be a thing. Would that? That'd be awesome. 
Nobody fucks with a guy that looks like a samurai. <laughs> like that guy's on a mission, leave him alone. Maniacs get it right. Uh -huh. well, the safest place to be would be at a pool party. You know, except for when people start shooting the squirt guns up at the stage where all the electronic equipment is. It's totally safe. Well, I just saw Rob at DC Comics. Uh, I'll give it to you. That wasn't Robin. That was Mr. Miracle. But, That's what I uh, said. Yep, but that is... <laughs> but he is the other DC Comics... He is the DC Comics reference, yes. <laughs> is that... Uh... That clown. Is that Bozo's sidekick, Cookie? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he might be right, actually. It kind of did look like him. That's going to bring back some nightmares. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. Robin Hood. A black nun. Chewy. Chewy. Yay. Oh, there you go. Hey. Who said Chewy first? I did. I think. All right. Yeah, know, you did. That's the Star Wars reference. That was my original Star Wars reference. A naked Chewie. He's not even wearing his um, ammo belt. Oh. That dirty <laughs> bastard. Yep. Freak. So, did it say anywhere in the movie at any point that it was around Halloween time? Because why is everybody in costumes at the at the dance? They established the pumpkin earlier when she was eating. Yeah. Seed. Oh yeah. The Halloween reference. So oh. This California, they don't have, you know, leaves and actual seasons. Or souls. <laughs> right. And behind them, that's why the movie's called Neon Maniacs. I get it now. All becomes so clear. Jesus Christ. I haven't practiced in a couple days because I've been being chased by maniacs. <laughs> Watch out, smoke. Hit it, boys. Yes. I miss skin eyes. Is that the invisible man? <laughs> I think yeah. it is. <laughs> I didn't see him. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Point? Dance? Yeah, fist pump. Point again. Come on, point. Uh. <laughs> I love how they decide to not give any explanation to the Neon Maniacs, missing so many story points, but yet we have a full musical number. Well, yeah. This is all their budget. Yeah. It's their running time. Oh shit. <laughs> Why is he squatting so much? He's got a rash. <laughs> He's been riding a horse his entire yeah. life. <laughs> and his arms back too. Oh. Different actor, that's why. <laughs> yeah. 
They, yeah, they really cut off that guy's arm in the bus. <laughs> I mean, it did grab him. Oh, there goes oh, Andrew Diavoff. Huh? Lied to you. I kind of want their guitars. <laughs> the robot one's name is Juice. <laughs> Our hundredth ape man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at all them neon maniacs. There's, there's a lot. There he is. It's an invisible 45. man right there. Oh, yeah. So, what do you think of this musical number, Terry? I can dig it. You ain't seen nothing yet! <laughs> Not until <laughs> Jada hits the stage. <laughs> Here it comes. Oh, shit. Oh. I like the setup for Battle of the Bands. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's almost like Scott Pilgrimish. Yeah. No budget, Scott Pilgrim. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jaded. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is the second best musical performance in a horror movie. What's the, first, the first is definitely, uh, was it Shadow? New Year's Evil. Nice. That is that is one of the catchiest songs I've ever heard. Like it's stuck in my head now for at least a week. Just mentioning it. I thought maybe it might be like Thor in Rock and Roll Nightmare. Nope. <laughs> Shadow. I don't even I don't even like that movie, but man, that song is so good. What was oh, I can't even remember the name of that movie. Never mind. Okay. It doesn't exist. <laughs> We've had enough. We've had enough. <laughs> Love Jaded. <laughs> Wish they did a whole album. Please tell me there's a whole album. Slow dancing to hard rock. We've had enough. We've had enough. Oh. Okay, yet another neon maniac you haven't met yet, and that's the army soldier one. Rambo. And if this neon maniac has always been around, why don't they just send him in first? He's got a fucking gun. Like, he could have shot Natalie while she was in the pool, and the ape man wouldn't have to worry about it. you got to think like a maniac. He exists because of a three-month break in filming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, here's the thing. It takes him one song to get from the bridge to the high school. It takes them two hours to walk through the high school to get to where all the kids are. 
find anything? No. Did you find anything? No. Where's the bathroom? Ca- <laughs> I think the caveman, he's like de-evolving through the whole movie. He's yeah. Getting more. He's getting worse. <laughs> We've had it there. Andrew! Who's this character? Is this uh, some security guard? Wilfred Brimley. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Got the diabetes. Is this is this Andrew Devoff? Yep. The role of a lifetime. Oh, fucking uh, Fastway. That's what I was trying to think of. Oh, Tr- Trick or Treat. Trick or treat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Knock, knock, knock. It's a big <laughs> surprise. It's a trick or treat. Check out those eyebrows. I know, right? Doesn't obviously have a wig on or anything. (laughs) It says that uh, We Had Enough was performed by Split Sydney. I'm writing that down. Split Sydney. Split Sydney. Uh, Okay, yeah, I can tell that it's him. (laughs) Sweet sound effects. Yeah, I think that's like the only scene that fully worked on in this whole movie. <laughs> it's like I'm surprised they didn't get more money for their budget with all the product placement in this movie. Yeah. Got Dr. Pepper, Heineken. Heart is still beating. Yeah, they got C three POs. If George Lucas knew about this movie, he'd sue the fuck out of him. Oh man. <laughs> Not anymore. <He> care. <laughs> Disney now would. Yeah. See how long is it gonna take to get to the freaking gym? Well, they are high school dropouts and it just you know, they don't know where it's at. <laughs> Can't find the hall monitor to give him directions. Sex. Mm. Sex it up. A young Bill Clinton. (laughs) So, is that how Battle of the Bands works? Like, one band plays a song, the other band plays a song, and the first band plays a song? One band leave. 
Huh? Mickey Mouse. Why are these bands even really paired against each other? <laughs> one's like easy listening and one's like hair metal. So, Dustin, who does this band's music? Oh, I think he stepped away. Oh. Sorry, someone in the movie I didn't notice. <laughs> What's this song called? Oh, Any shit. Idea? He just uh, wants to love somebody. These maniacs look drunk. I think they they had probably had punch. to be to be in that makeup. They had too much of that punch. <laughs> too much of the goo. <laughs> the choice you made. Does that sound like that might be the song? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, Rick, yeah I think Rick it's in the corner. Bowels. Bowls. I'm going to go with Bowels. <laughs> yeah. Bowels. That's what I was going to say. I mean, Yeah, he did a couple of songs. <laughs> so those out there who have seen Poultrygeist, every time I see the Indian now in this movie, I think of Poultrygeist. Oh, nice. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Oh, Hangman's hey. going to get a little action. Hey there, handsome. She's like, this is so good. I just, oh, man, takes me away. Wait a minute. So that girl that's dancing with the hangman, was she drinking a beer? <laughs> a, Best high, high school, school dance? ever. Yeah, no shit. It's because it's a different person. Okay, and, and also, what high school dance in the world would give all the students a squirt gun and the kids would not squirt the bands throughout the entire show. None. That's why the soldier one doesn't come out very often. He really sucks at his job. He missed everyone! And then jammed his gun. I think the the um, one with the crossbows, as far as makeup-wise, I think he's my favorite. I, I Like, whole look. I like his oh. outfit and everything. The helmet. The helmet is badass. I don't know, the I like the samurai. The samurai's cool and all. Yeah, I like it too. Um, uh, the the archer one, though, also really reminds me of the old 70s TV movie Gargoyles. Oh, yeah. Huh. 
I've never seen it, but I've you know seen it referenced and seen pictures yeah. and shit. Oh, I love it. It's, it's awesome. It's weird, but it's awesome. I probably should see it. I think it's on Blu-ray now too. Nice. You should just have him start laughing there. Oh, Polly, you're fucked. So why is that couple just standing there? They're like, everyone else is running. Give you a hand. See, the Neon Maniacs really needed to talk. They sent out all good quips. Really? <laughs> Just fucking. <laughs> right Laser <off>. precision water. <laughs> <laughs> they can't talk because they're actually people under the stairs and their tongues have been cut. Just taking that a little bit further. I like where you're going with that. So now, now, why do... Why does the scavenger stab one of his own guys with the meat hook? Yeah, I, I think they're like their own guys. Like, they're not... I don't know what their agenda is. Oh, this is the one that tries to cut the water. Yeah. It's like chopping at it with the tomahawk. Yeah. You know, she had that hose readily available. I don't think my skull would have had that. Well, their plan worked out well. Everybody else left the goddamn school. No one used their squirt guns at all. <laughs> that was a wasted 300 bucks. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> First time you really hear him make noises too. Well, I guess that's not true. I guess they were doing some screaming earlier. Here's the caveman Dude. guy swatting at imaginary flies again. <laughs> he can't clean himself all the way, and you know things happen. I don't even think he's left that hallway. <laughs> he is the slowest one of the bunch. I mean, come on. He's got like a white beard. What the fuck? <laughs> Caveman number 75? Yeah. Sweet goiter. 
Why can't he move his neck? He's like Batman. Because of the goiter. <laughs> goiter. It's a goiter. Look a at what? that thing. A goiter? Yeah, look at his neck. He's trying to start a GoFundMe page to He's maybe get that taken care of. <laughs> Is he crying? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, make out. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Grab your face. Just met you. I love you. <laughs> Didn't she say I love you earlier? I think that's kind of soon. Um, you think that's soon? Time for this. Perfect time. Um, um, um. <laughs> Can't get my locker open. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Let's do it to the sounds of the neon maniacs trying to find us. <laughs> <laughs> when that one head's head, when that one's head popped off and spewed goo everywhere, <laughs> really got me worked up. <laughs> Nah, they're just gonna dry hump a little bit. Yeah. Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, so they do it in the school. So if, like, other things didn't make sense in this movie, they just do it right in the school with a bunch of neon maniacs hunting them down. But it's on purpose because now she's not a virgin and the neon maniacs won't hunt her down anymore. So it's integral to the story. Yeah, but you know that freshman is a virgin, too. Why are they trying to catch her? Do you really know that for sure? I, I don't know. She's got some great equipment. I think she's got an uncle that likes her a little too much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Says that he's her uncle. <laughs> Doesn't everybody have an Uncle Tom that lives behind KFC? Mm. <laughs> oh, that was just me. Huh. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> You're right there, Terry. <laughs> yeah, this guy is just overselling the detectiveness. It's the mustache. Oh my god. Or the. Or the and I like that the room is all smoky too. Like, <laughs> don't they usually wear their badge on their like waist? This was eighty six. Oh, anything goes. best actor in the whole movie. We didn't get a follow-up on their sex. Like, uh... That's good. <laughs> well, that's it good. was disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> it must yeah. have been bad. Anytime, when it's your first time, it's never... Yeah. 
Well, we know for her, we don't. Well, for him, we don't know. So that handhold there that tells the story. They've had sex. <laughs> <laughs> She's jealous. Cigar. It's not even lit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look like a badass, but I don't want cancer. <laughs> Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Other times it's a big brown dick. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, the cop doesn't believe him, but still call out the entire police force with squirt guns <laughs> and the fire department. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Love it. <laughs> Don't forget your water that's bottle, Jim. That's a thing. <laughs> I like how they put him in the trunk, you know, because that's the <laughs> safest way to transport that weapon. <laughs> and not like the 50s, right? I feel like these cops are straight out of the 50s. Yeah, they are a little bit... Uh... <laughs> They're special. <laughs> My God. It's a good shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's a truck. Mm. In the area under the Golden Gate Bridge. It's a turtle van. I mean, the neon maniac van. <laughs> that'd be that would be sweet if they drove around some sweet ass van. It would explain a lot more. We should make a direct sequel. Yes, yeah. dude, you don't know how bad I would love to like do a sequel or a remake to this. You took you totally could. They leave it wide open right here. Yeah, yeah. Do my fan yeah. film and neon maniacs. Yeah, it used to happen. I have a bigger budget in my wallet than they had, so yeah, we can make this happen. <laughs> I think we all have five dollars. <laughs> Could have another Battle of the Bayon scene. Oh yeah. Oh, fuck it. pigeon. Fucking pigeons. <laughs> Spread out. I mean, how big is it in here? Didn't he just light his cigar? Why is it not lit anymore? Because he doesn't want cancer, that's why. He just wants to look cool. See, the movie peaked at the freaking dance. There's like maniacs yeah. slaughtering everybody. Yeah. That was like the third act final moment, right? And then you have like another like 10, 15 minutes of this nonsense. Yeah, this is like, yeah, this, this is, is really meant before slow. that. 
It's just the pacing of this whole movie is just really weird and off, too. Yeah. yeah. I thought it had good pacing, and then it kind of hits this last, you know, 15 minutes, and... That was intense. <laughs> Why'd you throw out your stogie? You still had a full stogie. Didn't even smoke that shit. It'd be funny if he threw it down and immediately pulled out another one and put it in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Is that hay? Goddamn trees. I think they own the place. So he throws it back. <laughs> I'm going to break you up, throw you back. This guy is the master doing the scene, isn't he? Oh my goodness, what is going on? Bridge. Yeah, I don't know what, like it just is completely just dropped off. Yeah. Those three kids were taken straight to the loony bin. Where they become neon maniacs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something. Is that a cat? What is that on the wall? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Maybe they should have done a little more thorough investigating in this area before they called everybody off. My question is, all those comps are there, fire trucks, all that. They really just leave them there? Yeah. <laughs> they're really just taking off without them? <laughs> what? Here's where your uh, phantasm thing kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh. I'm not sure. I think I still got it. Can't rain all the time. Man, where would I get another one if I lost it, Steven? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Neon Maniacs! <laughs> Look at how generic these character names are. Gary, Sujo. Kid bike. <laughs> String bean. Young Maniacs. lovers. And then John. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here they are. Ape. Archer. Decapitator. Decapitator. Doc. Hangman. Juice. Oh, there were three bikers. There's like punk four biker. punk bikers. Scavengers. Slasher. But you only need one soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this music is awesome. I love it. <laughs> so a total of 13 maniacs. Guy named Oh, 13, really? Sound effects. Yep, 13 of them. And in the original script, 
It was originally supposed to be 25. <laughs> oh. What yeah. the fuck? Yep. But for budgetary oh, reasons, they cut it back. Neon maniacs, they don't like water. <laughs> or bus windows. Brick balls. Or logic. <laughs> <laughs> Soundtrack available, available on Easy Street Records and cassettes. And cassettes. Ooh. 1985. You can tell it's an 80s film with the fact that there's all that copyrighted logos and stuff like that and no acknowledgement of it in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. yeah, was that like the law back then? Like, you could just you know have product placement and not sign it off or whatever. I mean, I know oh. that I know that stuff has gotten a lot more stricter over the years. You know, the laws yeah. have gotten tighter and tighter about copyright infringement. But I don't know. But and you go back and watch a lot of movies from the eighties. There was a t there was a lot of that. You know, like, oh, yeah. like going back to Poltergeist. Look at all the freaking Star Wars references in that movie. The kids' bedsheets are Star Wars. and I guess that makes a little more sense. That, you know, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, all that association. But, I guess yeah. I never really paid attention until you said that. Oh, Better yeah. times. Better times. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, this movie makes me want to go back and live in the 80s. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. It does. Oh, so there it is. Neon Maniacs. What'd you think, Terry? Your first time. It was pretty awesome. I really enjoyed it. Good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know that I would have enjoyed it so much by myself. So I'm glad that I watched it with you guys. Aww. That was fun. Although well, I couldn't hear half the movie, I don't really <laughs> feel like I needed to hear <laughs> most of it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> So, um, as far as uh, our um, uh, our game went, our scavenger hunt went, looks like Dustin was the big winner tonight. Three oh, points. Damn, those two posters! <laughs> was a red <laughs> What do I get? Um, my undying gratitude. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Woo! So much fun. Oh, love that movie. I want to watch it again right now. No. I can't wait for this episode to come out because what I'm going to do is I'm going to burn off a copy of this movie on my computer and I'm going to take our commentary track and lay it over top of it and then burn that on the disc and then watch that over and over again. <laughs> Clever. Yeah. All right. Well, we should probably uh, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Um, anybody have any final thoughts about Neon Maniacs? Or anything? Watch it just like we watched it, folks. If you don't listen to our commentary and you go and you watch it, watch it with other people because sure. it's so much fun to just sit 
and think up of ideas as to why the Neon Maniacs exist (laughs) and why they're doing what they're doing. That's my final thought. Yeah, I think we had about ten different theories as to what the fuck they were. So. <laughs> I just Ninja love that Turtle about it. robot rejects. Suicide <laughs> victims. Yes. Conjured up through tarot cards. <laughs> I mean, Weird just, time travel side effects. It's endless. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the movie, I, I love it so much, but I think part of the fascination is just the pure enigma of the whole thing. Like, there's not a lot of, like, people that have... They're from this movie that have really talked about it. You just get all this, all this very minimal trivia about it online, and and hearsay. You have that one Fangoria article, and the things that are discussed in that Fangoria article are nothing like the final film. And and there's you just don't know. You don't know if like if things like the lack of extras, you know, was intentional because you have a movie that looks very competently made. But it's just batshit crazy and doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> so, yeah. You got, like, a very a very drawing score. Like, the score is just is awesome. Oh, yeah. But, but, does it, best. but does it fit? Half the time, not really. Who it's cares? like, no, you're right. It, it, who cares? <laughs> but it's just part of the mystery of this film for me. With that said, that concludes another episode of Attack of the Killer podcast. Thank everybody. I want to thank everybody for being on. Thank, thank you. Yeah, thank you. you bet. And um, until next time, everybody out there in podcast land, make sure you keep your squirt guns under your pillows. You never know when a neon maniac might be knocking at your door. Oh no! Could this be the end of? Attack of the Killer podcast.